Shorthanded, Smith coming down the middle on the backhand, he shoots, he scores! Listen to the fortress, it's a shorthanded goal for Riley Smith. Because one hour isn't enough, we welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Knights get the puck out of the zone, here's Stone, lead Stevenson coming in, down the middle, he gets a backhander off, and it's in! Chandler Stevenson! From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Oh, we're going to have to break this one down in a little bit. Zidane Chara just left somebody bloodied after a fight. <laughs> and we're talking one of those epic pictures that will be on the front page of a magazine of blood in the face, the visor, the jersey. Oh, it I just happened it. moments ago. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll bring you up to date on it in just a second. It's the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, Chris Chapman, uh, talking about the the Vegas Golden Knights' big come from behind victory over the Dallas Stars last night. Vegas now number one wild card position in the Western Conference, and looky looky. Couple of points behind the Edmonton Oilers. Oilers do have two games in hand, and three back of the second seed Anaheim Ducks in the Pacific Division. Five behind uh, the, the Calgary Flames. We were talking about how and if the Golden Knights, in their nine games in sixteen nights before the Christmas break, could they get to a top seed in the Pacific? Last mm-hmm. night is a huge game. For momentum, yeah, they're. I mean, they're right there, right? And the Golden Knights now are on a, a three-game win streak. They're going into a game tomorrow night against the Philadelphia Flyers. That uh, I, I think you look at and you say, based on where Philadelphia is at right now, that should be an easier game. But I think that the the unknown with that opponent is going to be tricky for the Golden Knights, and you have to continue to play up to your caliber and your standards and. You know, the Golden Knights, you're looking for a split out of the next two games at home. That's that's really what you're looking for. If you can take three or four on this homestand or set yourself up to go four for four on the homestand and then you go on the road playing well with confidence, uh, this could be a, a really big 10-day stretch for the Golden Knights in, in, in getting into the position they want to be in in the Pacific Division. Eight of the last ten victories coming when they played at T-Mobile Arena. They've won eight of their last ten at the Fortress, uh, cranking it up. So it's time to offer our evaluations of the game. You see what I do that time with the pepper? You see what I do with the pepper? The people, the people, they want the pepper, all right? They want the pepper. This could go anywhere. I'm thinking out of a three to a five. That's what we could get out of last night's 5-4 win over the Dallas Stars. 15 and 10 are the Golden Knights. Chapman. Uh, I'm going to go with the ghost pepper. It's it's hard for me to go with the Carolina Reaper when you give up three goals on the penalty kill and you make a goalie change midway through the game. Um, so I, I I can't give it a Carolina Reaper. Now, from an entertainment standpoint, the third period was really one of the more entertaining periods of hockey that I've seen in person this season. So it, it from that perspective, it was great. But when I'm rating the game, I just can't give it a Carolina Reaper. As fun as it was... As great as the comeback was, being down multiple goals twice and coming back, I I, I just can't do it. It's it's a ghost pepper for you know me. What you have you have this pattern when you give your ratings of telling us why why you give a, a rating 
but it's more like why you don't give it a higher rating. Well, I instead of instead of just justifying your rating the way it well, is. And and I, I because I am, a four out of five is still good. Yeah, it is good. And and look, they won the game. And, yeah, and that's fantastic. Don't be but, ashamed of this. But I'm not ashamed of it. Like well, it I sounds said, like they, you're ashamed of they, it. They, you give up three goals on the penalty kill, and you have to make a goalie change. I I can't go with a five. It's not a five. Steve, there you go again. You're saying why no, you no, no, can't no. do it, no. Chapman. Here's how you do it. They gave up three goals on the power, on the penalty kill. They had to make a goalie change. That is why it's a four out of five. Is that what you're doing? I like I like my perspective better. No, no, no. I was just fixing it for chat. Oh, there. thank you, you thanks. That was that was great. I, well, I just wondered whether you were just uh, following up and saying this is how you should do it. This is my rating. What's your rating? No, it's a Carolina Reaper. Listen, I, I get where Chapman's coming from. I, I really do, but. I've been asking for a vintage Mark Stone game for the better part of uh, a week now. I got it, right? Like, that's something that I needed to see for the Golden Knights. You get it from Mark Stone. I, I feel like him hitting another gear is really going to lay the groundwork for the Golden Knights going on a tear if they are able to here in the, in the next eight games and put themselves into a really good spot. You need Stone to be your best player. He was last night. I think that springboards him uh, to excellence. And you know what? Like... I I understand your your thought process, Chris, on the uh, on the three power play goals allowed. But I, I've I've talked about it already on the show. Uh, I don't know that it was a case of the penalty kill just being flat out bad. More so than you get a couple of bounces, some bad luck in those early two power plays, and then Joe Pavelski. Uh, we talked about it pregame is elite of elite in front of the net. Uh, sometimes those things happen, but the fact that the Golden Knights were able to give up three short uh, three power play goals to the Dallas Stars and then come back and win the game. That's resiliency. That's what you need. That's a Carolina Reaper. Could Joe Pavelski, here's just an aside before I give him my, my rating. Could yeah. Joe Pavelski play until he's 62? Maybe. Because he, he, I wouldn't be like, surprised. he doesn't get up and down the ice. But when he's in front of the net, he, like, he tips everything or he's a uh, Threat to tip everything. And what starts to happen, guys, is he's so adept at deflecting the puck that you have to start playing the deflection. And when he doesn't deflect it, it goes straight in. (laughs) So it's it's like it's like a fake. And and he but he's so adept at doing it and he's still producing really big numbers. And he like he has such a wide range with where he can get to pucks in front of the net and still have those come back through the goaltender into the back of the net. Like, the the field of where you can put the puck when Joe Pavelski is, is in front of the net as a defenseman is so massive mm-hmm. and so vast that it's hard for goalies to make any type of read whatsoever because uh, a puck that should be going incredibly wide all of a sudden gets through you because that's how good he is. There's two ways to deflect pucks. There's one is you stand uh, sort of uh, with your shoulders pointing towards and I'm I'm down a line. Uh, My left shoulder runs down a line to my right shoulder and I'm at the side of the net and my crest is facing the slot and I've got my side to the puck Mm -hmm. and I deflect it. And then the other way to do it is your crest facing the shooter and yep. you can go to either side. Now, that's yep. the way you want to. If, if, if you're going to be really good at it, that's the way you want. Now, it's, it's more 
risky in the sense of you're facing the shooter, and if, they, yeah. if it's hammer time and the puck ever comes up, you're, you're facing the shot. You're more liable to get hit because there's more body mass uh, coming at you. But you've got range to go left or right. And that's uh, that's a that's the way they they try and get guys to do it. It's tougher to do it. It's actually easier to deflect uh, when you're standing the other way and you're just knocking it up up and down. But Pavelski can do it, and he's he's fearless when he when he does stand up there. And you're right, he's he can put his hands closer to close together at the top of his stick and just just mm-hmm. knock it down. I, I look at him, and he's he's not gonna he's not getting any faster, uh, and he's he already would not qualify as somebody that would get up and down the ice uh, in this modern game, but he doesn't need to because it's, he's just so adept at being able to tip uh, those pucks. TNT showed some, some video from last week and then the yesterday morning, uh, the way he was, uh, he was doing it. Uh, I am going to go uh, with a four out of five uh, ghost, uh, ghost Reaper. Yeah. Carolina. No, not ghost Reaper. Ghost, ghost pepper. pepper, Carolina Reaper, <laughs> yes. ghost pepper, Carolina Reaper. Let's uh, hope there's never a ghost Reaper. Cause oh, that just sounds terrifying. That's, that's, yeah. a, that's a six out of five. That's <laughs> right there. That's pretty I'm good. Surprised. I knew Darren would invent it. I just figured he'd be giving it out too. <laughs> a double jalapeno Carolina Reaper. Uh, I'm going to go four out of five uh, because of the goalie change. I, I give Versois credit for coming in and, and, and winning the game. But just uh, when you're put into a situation where you have to make a goalie change for whatever reason, uh, it's going to take a point or two off. And, and that's it. It was a wildly entertaining game. And you talked about the, the, the noise and the reaction, you guys, uh, from in the rink when, when Mark Stone uh, scored. Like it, was, it was arguably the most entertaining game of the year because of where it come, came from, and there was a lot of Texas uh, people there last night, and the rodeos in town. There was just a good vibe uh, to T-Mobile Arena. And they won a game, and they found a way to win. But just with the goalie change, that, that knocks it down. So that's a first, I believe, this year, where Ryan Wallace has offered a higher score than me. I know. I'm such a curmudgeon. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. You're you're the optimist. I, I know. This I is know. good. That's, that's my point. I'm uh, I've been unfairly judged on this program by one Darren Millard. Do you think Ooh. do you think that uh that maybe you're just coming around to my thinking that I've that my mentorship of you has uh. has finally caught on where we're on the, the same page, that you're starting to feel more uh Christmassy more holiday, more uh, at peace with yourself. Are you a big Christmas guy? I love Christmas. Oh, yeah. More so since I've had kids. Well, sure. Uh, certainly. When did, when did you start listening to Christmas music? Like this right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no chance. Oh, then you're not a big Christmas guy. No, no, I'm not a big Christmas music like how, how could you love mall. Christmas but not be a you big have, Christmas, Christmas I, I, music? You guy. know they had it. You have on to it, do both. They had it on at the dentist the other day, and uh, and uh, my my friend Amy was was cleaning uh, my teeth, and they had it on, and I thought it seems early for Christmas music. It's December it's 9th. December. Oh no, no, this was last week. Like once it's two days. Once into the December. calendar here, the the rule is once the calendar flips from November to December, it's acceptable. Like, I'm not one of those that's, people who decorates the, the day after. No, I know. There's a lot of people who believe the day after Thanksgiving. I'm not I'm not that guy. It's got to be December for me. What's, what's the rule no, for you, Wallace? 
right after Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh see, that's, that's 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 improper. It's the most wonderful time of the of the year. Soak it in. Calm down, yeah. Johnny. Soak Mathis. it up as much as you can. Uh, I'll okay. I'll start. I start listening to Christmas music and really get into it right after winter solstice. That's December twenty first. Yeah, exactly. Days are getting longer. So you, you Everybody's happy. You, you can't like it's, it's you can't, awesome. You, you can't, can't come on this program and say I'm a big Christmas guy and be like, yeah, I listen to exactly three whole days of Christmas music. Yeah. I guess I guess I guess I'm not compared to you guys, like relative. But yeah, you're uh, not at all compared to Shane Knighty. I'm like Mr. Christmas. Why does he not listen to <laughs> grumpy cakes? Really? Oh, jeez. <laughs> no. I. Uh, I, I was bugging him yesterday because I asked him to do I've something and he, and he and he couldn't do it, <laughs> and uh, and I looked at Gosher and went, I thought that went well because he just flat out said, No, I'm not doing that with you. <laughs> was it like wear a good Christmas sweater? No, no, we have we have our Christmas uh, telecast coming up, uh, the last Ooh. game before the holidays where we're all wearing our ugly Christmas sweaters. Who will have the ugliest Christmas sweater? Oh, I don't know. Well, uh, Ashley is uh, acquiring one. I still have mine from a couple of years ago. Well, then you automatically lose. It lights up. Yeah, if it's the same one from a couple of years ago. It doesn't matter. Well, you have to, re- you have to yeah, get a yeah, new one yeah, every yeah. year. Yeah. Where's yes. that? In the- really? You absolutely do. Yeah. Yes. Seems Put some effort into it, Derek. Yeah. What are you doing? I know, but it seems like a waste of cash. Just Come to on, buy big TV to, star. Let's to, go. To oh, my something goodness. For, bah humbug. Yeah. Just financially but, responsible. I think what we're finding out is Darren actually really doesn't like Christmas at all. Uh, Darren I, is legitimately Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. He's complaining about the money, about a, a, a an ugly Christmas sweater. And I like uh, how two you, how, years after he bought the original. And I like how you say Ashley is acquiring one. Yeah. Like, well, like, like, what is she making a trade? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you guys know who Yakov Trenin is? He just got his butt kicked. He's the guy that just got destroyed by Zidane Ochara. Yes. How many fights do you, I haven't looked it up yet. How many fights do you think Yakov Trenin has had? <laughs> well, if, if any of them have Four? gone based on that last one, he probably shouldn't well, have any more. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> so, so, so Yakov Trenin throws a big hit in the corner, and before he can do Anything he looks up and Char is right in front of him. Well, Char yeah. didn't like the hit he put on Swiss Sebastian Ajo. Oh, was that uh, is that who it was? I think it yeah it was the other Sebastian Ajo. I didn't see uh, I didn't see who he knocked down, but it was uh, it was a questionable hit. But that was that was an ugly result to a fight. As as ugly yeah. and graphic as you are going to see, and and Wallace, tell me you're going to get a picture of this somehow, some way. Oh, to, to put. Oh, I've out. already seen it. I know, but, oh, but, well, but okay. just to put okay, out for our, for the people that are that are listening. I I I am in the middle of trying to find the answer to your Yakov Trenin question. Um, but are you at hockeyfights.com? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Let's see. You got. Um, By the way, it's oh it's Swedish Sebastian Aho, not Swiss. I'm not. Even it listening. looks like he's got he's got a total of two fights at the NHL level coming into this game against uh, Zdeno Chara. So this will hmm. be his third NHL fight. And does it say whether he won those other two or not? Because usually there's a ranking on uh, on whether you won or lost those fights. Yeah, looking for it right now. Because uh, I don't want to totally judge him on this because that's a tough one. Char doesn't fight very much. Seems to be fought uh, a little bit more lately. But uh, that one, that one is one of those. When Yakov 
retires, that huh. picture that we just saw of the blood uh, in in his visor and on his sweater and rolling down his face, that will be on his wall somewhere. And the story behind it was uh, Dana Chara. That's yeah. pretty cool. Like no, Normally you would say, uh, you probably wouldn't put uh, a picture on the wall of when you got beat up. But that is so unique, that just goriness uh, skating off the ice and the fact that it came from Big Z. Yeah, I, I'm not seeing whether or not uh, Yakov Trenin won his other fights, and I, I'm not going to watch them because I, I have a feeling they're going to end the same way that the Zidane Charles. Well, you could, you could, there's lots of guys that you can fight that you don't have to necessarily uh, yeah. uh, uh, go. But, but against the, the seven foot nine Zidane Chara. Well, I don't think wow. he's seven foot nine on skates <laughs> with lifts. Seven. Why would he need lifts? Come on. To get to seven foot nine. By the way, it interesting need to be seven foot nine. Interesting fact about Yakov Trenin, same hometown as Yevgeny Dodonov, which I cannot say, but I know Darren can. Chelnabisk. Oh, there go, you go for it. Chelnabisk. Chelnabisk. There you go. The uh, Donov last night. What do you guys think of him? I like him. I do too. <laughs> yeah, he's go, he's go, Daddy. No. Fi- uh, no. No. Why? No. No. Why are you guys against the nickname well, Daddy? Okay, because he's not Dadanov. Like, his name isn't Yevgeny yeah, but it, Dadanov, it, it, right? It, like, was, it wasn't no, 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 until no, no, no. this year. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm go- If you're going to give him a nickname here, it's going to be based on how he pronounces his name here. You, you know what? Actually, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I wonder if that has anything to do with the change in pronunciation to get away no, from no. daddy no come on no let's go it should be dotty if it's going to be anything it's, it's dotty you're overthinking it i'm not in, overthinking in, in that regard no go daddy there's got to be a shirt that's terrible absolutely terrible you get danica patrick to come out and, and start uh yeah pr- promoting the go daddy t-shirt hmm. i think it's copyright or something probably yeah. have probably danica do it. have danica do the siren. Yes. Go, Daddy. 63. <laughs> Let's go. Let's do it. Oh. Uh, New York Islanders had a lead. They're playing at home right now. Have <laughs> yeah. never have okay. never won at USB Arena, UBS. No, no, no. No, no, no. Keep going, USB. I, I want you to do this Can all I do year you? Long. Should I do USB until they win? Yes. Um, it, would that be maybe. fair? I think so. Okay, so until the Islanders win a game at home, I'm going to refer to their new rink at the racetrack as the USB Arena. Nice. Just for some fun. I like it. Don't send me hate tweets. Nah, he'll send me hate oh, tweets. Oh, you'll I don't get care. You'll get a few. I'll just. Do you even read them? Not really. <laughs> Actually, okay. no. I do. I, sometimes I I read them. Sometimes I like them. As long as you're not mm-hmm. like. With profanity, uh, sure. I, I usually That's where like you draw them. the line, huh? Yeah, and if I'm like draw flat out wrong, if I'm flat out wrong, then I then I admit it, ignore but, it. Uh, but nah, USB. <laughs> so USB <laughs> Arena. Uh, the latest update there from the New York Islanders. Oh no, they've just allowed a couple of goals. 
End of the first period, they're down 2-1 at USB Arena. Shocked uh, by this. We got, uh, we got an update uh, on Marc-Andre Fleury and the Arizona Coyotes. Last night, it was really dark and nasty. But there's been a major development when it comes to their future in Arizona, at least on the short term. Uh, we're going to bring you that uh, up to date. And hey, who hasn't been there with a clerical mistake? Honestly, we've all been there. It's uh, the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. But before we get to break, I want to tell you that uh, VGK fans, listen up for your chance to win the Insider's Ultimate Holiday Tailgate Hookup, brought to you by Porta Subs. Keep listening to uh, to be the number nine caller to get hooked up with a two foot sub from Porta Subs that will instantly get you in to win the grand prize. The Insider's Ultimate Holiday Tailgate Prize Package, you get, if you win the grand prize, the charcoal grill, charcoal, not charcoal, yep. charcoal grill, yep. a pop-up canopy. The pop-up canopy is is really cool. You can do so many mm-hmm. things with that. Yeah. Uh, you can pop it up. Uh, two camping chairs, a cooler, a Bluetooth speaker, not to mention a five or a six-foot sub uh, provided by Porta Subs. Possibly the worst read ever for the holiday tailgate party <laughs> right there. But Porta Subs, we're with you on, on this. Be caller number nine right now to 702-876-1340. Uh, I promise next time I do that, I'll be much better. Uh, we have one-timers coming up next on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Maybe a two-on-one. Petrangelo gets it. He shoots. He scores. It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Short-handed goal. Alex Petrangelo. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insiders Show. Let's get into the Arizona Coyotes situation right away. Uh, development from yesterday, but let's set the stage for you. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes were accused of uh, being in the rears of $1.3 million in back taxes to the city of Glendale and the and the state of Arizona. And the city manager, as the story goes, phoned Gary Bettman. Like, imagine that. No, you don't have the, the, the sounds anymore. Well, I, Chapman's phone does over there. Uh, and you, hello? Yeah, there's Gary Bettman there. And how do, you, how do you get through to Gary Bettman? Well, Gary Bettman used to be an owner of the Arizona Coyotes for the National mm-hmm. Hockey League. Going, uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, just sorry to bother you, but uh, your team, one of your 32 franchises, owes us uh, $1.3 million in back taxes. And if you don't pay us by December 20th or whatever the date uh, is, uh, you're going to uh, be locked out. Your, your team's not going to be allowed to play in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what happened today? The Arizona Coyotes paid the $1.3 million in back taxes. And it's all yeah. cleared up. Now, does that not have, like, maybe Gary Bettman hanging up the phone from the city manager and then picking it right back up and phoning the Arizona Coyotes? Or did he do it because today just happened to be a Board of Governor meeting uh, where all the owners gather and go over league business? That couldn't have been comfortable for the folks with the Arizona Coyotes to be walking into that room. With all eyes looking at them, going, "What's going on over there?" So uh, apparently, apparently yeah, it was a just a big misunderstanding, though. Yeah, the clerical error, human error, like things like that happen, Darren. Come on. And you're not joking However, about that. That's how it was explained, no. right? Yeah, exactly. Like that. That is that was the explanation given by the Arizona Coyotes, and I think that you're absolutely 100% spot on. Like when 
when Gary Bettman became aware of the situation, I think it was one phone call and the only conclusion to this entire saga was what the Arizona Coyotes did today in paying their bills. Hmm. So here's the, uh, here's the rub though. The, uh, <laughs> the city and the, the state, they can't confirm whether the payment was made because the agency cannot reveal information on individual taxpayers. Huh. But we, we believe that the payment is made made and they won't be locked out of uh, Gila River Arena on December 20th. Now, why did this all come out? Why did it all come out now? What's, what's the big deal? Well, this is a, a team that is looking for a place to play beyond Right, they don't, have, they don't have a lease. So if the, if the team yeah. doesn't, if the, if the city and the state doesn't put its foot down now and they let it run yeah. through the end of the year, they're never getting their money back. Yeah, for sure. Or there's a less chance of it. So they have to they have to play hardball now and threaten to to lock the doors on December twentieth. Wow! Gosh, the Arizona Coyotes, man. Can you imagine writing a check for one point three million dollars? Couldn't even wrap my head around it. Human error. I'd rather receive yeah. a check for one point three million dollars. Of course you would. Well, I think we all would. Don, I might drop in there, Monty. That's the point, Chapman. Dynamite drop in. <laughs> like who's going to come on here and say, ah, I'd rather. I'd, like, <laughs> although it'd be kind of cool to be able to write a check for 1.3 that you've got like, that money. Just but because there's, a, I, there's a good chance yeah. if, if you're not, like if you're buying something for 1.3, that means mm-hmm. you got some coin. Well, it depends what it is sure. for 1.3. But if too. you're just paying back taxes, that's like buying new tires. Who wants to buy oh. new tires? It's the, one of the, the hardest purchases any of us make is new tires because you get no enjoyment out of it at all. Well, yeah, you do. You, you, you like don't to drive and yeah. be safe, don't you? Like, that's a terrible analogy. But you don't. No way. Who, who wants to buy tires? And spend all that time in the tire shop and really you have no idea what you're really putting on your car. I mean, you're not. When your tires are bald. Well, it's and dangerous. You, and you need new tires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I sign me up for new tires because I don't like to get into accidents. Oh, I, I drive till the thread's coming off. Though. Oh, geez. That's, that guy. That's amazing. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jimmy Rutherford, congratulations. 72-year-old is the new president of hockey operations for the Vancouver Canucks and the general manager for now because he's mm-hmm. going to start the search for a uh, permanent general manager and somebody that he can groom. Kind of what he was doing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but then uh, gradually everybody left uh, because they all got managers' jobs elsewhere uh, because he was doing such a good job. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm shocked that, that that the Vancouver Canucks moved this fast on on a GM, and I think it's a good hire. I think Jimmy's a, a great man. He's won Stanley Cups in two different places. He won three cups uh, as a general manager, uh, and he's a mover. He's a shaker. He wants to win. Uh, I, I think with all those pieces there. You're going to see an active choice. I'm, I'm glad that it wasn't somebody that used to be uh, like Vancouver. The, the the fans and the media there, the last thing they wanted was another like Canuck alumni coming in and being the general manager. And yeah, this, I, this this is good. Yeah, for sure. I, I Jim Jim Rutherford's 
kind of track record speaks for itself, what he was able to do with the Pittsburgh Penguins, what he did uh, with the Carolina Hurricanes. It, it, it's just a guy that's been around the league for a long, long time and is not afraid to kind of shoot his shot, right? When he's got a team that he believes in, he's got a core that he feels is close, he's going to supplement that team and give it the best chance it, it can to win. And, you know, for uh, for a Vancouver Canucks team that has some really good pieces, uh, I'm curious to see what Bruce Boudreaux is able to continue to do with this team on the ice and what Jim Ruth is going to do uh, in, in kind of crafting them off the ice. 2-0 under Bruce Boudreaux. Mm-hmm. We'll always remember the Stan Smeal era as he was the interim general manager between Jim Benning and Jim Rutherford. Knowing that it's Jim Rutherford taking over, mm-hmm. how far away are the Vancouver Canucks from getting back to an even keel? Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's a, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, and I think Bruce Boudreaux is a really good coach, and I think that he's going to be able to get this team playing better. Um, back to stable probably the next couple of weeks. Like I think that there's going to be enough improvement in this club over the next four, four weeks or so to where you know what you're going to get night in and night out from the Vancouver Canucks. I don't think that's going to get them to the playoffs. I don't think it's going to get them to shoot up the standings. But I think you're going to know exactly who this club is in about four weeks. Nine points out of a playoff spot. A lot of talent there. Young mm-hmm. talent. Mm-hmm. Although, Patterson's still not going Yeah, in the, in the right direction. He had a shootout. Remember I said that there was a, a penalty shot that he had earlier in the week? He missed it. And then he, he had a shootout attempt the other night. And he missed that one, too. And it wasn't, uh, wasn't very pretty. But I... I think they can have an okay season. I'm with you. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. The hole's too deep. But mm-hmm. I still think that there's there's some pieces and parts of their season to be able to salvage right now. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins with the Board of Governors meeting today. Uh, mm-hmm. were, uh, the, the Board of Governors approved the sale of the Penguins to the Fenway Sports Group. It's official. Rubber stamp that. So... Yeah, uh, Fenway Sports Group. This is where Chapman comes in and says that uh, Fenway Sports Group also owns a soccer team. Yes, of course. Okay, just wanted to make that make that uh, the greatest that soccer official. team in the world. Uh, the Jason way. Spezza has appealed. Manchester United. I'm going to turn your mic off. Jason oh, Spezza appeals his six-game suspension for kneeing Neil Payonk. What do you? Okay. That's got no chance. No. You, know, you know what Gary Bettman can do, though? Hmm. He, can oh, add, ooh, he can add games. Yes. Yes. So in this situation, um, if I were Gary Bettman, that's what I'd do. That's what I'd do. Because, again, there's no argument that Jason Spetz is going to be able to give me in this moment that's going to change what I saw and what that game context lends to that play nothing so like i think six was generous to be honest like i think six is pretty pretty good considering the circumstances of the hit i'd I'd give him more like if i'm gary bettman and i'm having to go through this and it's ridiculous just that i am i'm I'm gonna give him more Uh, the appeal will be heard by the commissioner 
Spezza would have the right to a decision by an independent arbitrator after the appeal. Now, we all know that Jason Spezza is not a dirty hockey player. No. He's not a physical hockey player. But I'm not sure what the defense will be, considering it looked purely retaliatory. It was dangerous. It was mean. It was dirty. Mm-hmm. And it was dangerous. But this one will be this one will be interesting. If it wasn't Jason Spezza, like of, of that ilk, I I could really see Gary Bettman adding on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely adding on. Uh, we have a, a game update uh, for you. The Chicago Blackhawks lead the Montreal Canadiens 1-0. Mm-hmm. That's at the end of the second period. Marc-Andre Fleury in goal for the Blackhawks. Jonathan Taves has scored his first of the year to give the road team the victory. Marc-Andre Fleury enters this game at 499 wins. If he's victorious tonight, he will become the third goaltender ever with 500-plus wins. And wouldn't it be neat if it happened in Montreal? be really cool if it happened in Montreal. It'd be even better if it was a shutout victory. Yeah, you're right. But re- remember, like, that that moment last year, sorry to bring it up, but the puck bouncing up the ball and all that uh, yeah. in, in that series. And it went went sideways for the VGK. Mm-hmm. But yep. maybe maybe the hockey gods, the oh. hockey gods, a little bit ghosts? of... No ghosts here, but the hockey oh, gods okay. with okay. a little payback for Marc-Andre Fleury. Do they do the hockey gods and the ghosts fight each other? Like what what is happening here? No, no, they don't fight, but there's correspondence. Oh. There's a little bit of back and forth. So it's it's very much diplomatic. Yeah. Call yeah. each other up on the phone. It's yeah, I, I would say so. Are you poking fun of me? Interdimensional uh conversations happening. Are you like, making fun of me right now? Could you not tell? I just was wondering. Just wanted to confirm. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Islanders and the Predators are tied at two. New York Islanders at home at uh, USB Arena. Trying Resilient. to win their first game ever at that rink. Someone plugged them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I got for you? Uh, Jake Gensel is week-to-week for the Penguins. Uh, Sidney Crosby, it's kind of gone under the radar. But he is rolling right now, just on a heater mm-hmm. right now for the for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And tomorrow night, Sid and Ovi play each other in one of those classic matchups, and it's and they're both they're both at this such a different time of their career, and they're both playing as probably better than we expected them to play at at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, Sidney Crosby versus Alex Ovechkin is always fun to watch. It was fun to watch when they broke into the league. It was fun to watch uh, when it was dueling hat tricks in the playoffs. It's been an absolute treat to watch these guys play and, and go as hard as they do against each other every single night. Um, and you're right, like Sidney Crosby, it's, uh, it's another season where he is a point-of-game player because that's just who he is. And I, I'm looking forward to what uh, Crosby and, and Ovechkin have in store uh, the next to tomorrow night. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, are in favor of the Lightning right now as they play in the back half of that game, 4-2. Uh, 
in favor of the the Tampa Bay Lightning that game uh, in Toronto tonight. Um, Adam Foote has been linked to the Philadelphia Flyers as a defensive coach, coach of the D-men. Hmm. That'd be a good hire. Knows a thing or two about playing really strong defensive hockey. He was uh, most recently uh, the head coach of the Cologne Rockets of the Western Hockey League. The Boston Bruins say they'll only trade Jake DeBrusque mm. on their terms, and yes. they're telling teams that they want equal value and that they value DeBrusque highly. DeBrusque uh-huh. has asked for a trade. Like, I, I, I get that you say that, but of course you're going to trade him on your terms. Of course you want fair value for Jake DeBrusque. Of course you have a bargaining chip that other people might want and you're going to try to leverage that as much as possible. Like, I get it. That makes a lot of sense. It's a really, really strong statement there. I like it. Do you... Salty today. Some, somehow, Tarasenko and the Blues rectified things. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure how it happened. Whether it was because it was, there was a lot of uh, time in the offseason to get through it. But, but he rectified things. I wonder what it's like to go through that during the season. And Jake had to stand up in front of his teammates and explain what was going on. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the, how uncomfortable that is. I, I mean, I think that it's certainly going to be uncomfortable in the moment. But, you know, I, I think that one, if, if, you're, if you're continuing to go to work every day, if you're Jake DeBrusque and you go to work every day and you're giving everything you have every time you play, then I don't see there being a good issue or, or it becoming something that's a distraction or a frustration. Like, it, it's there. It's in the room. It's uncomfortable probably in the moment talking about it, but do your job and everything will be okay. Uh, as far as Philadelphia Flyer head coaching candidates, if they don't stick with Mike Yo, Yep. L.A. Friedman saying Rick Tockett who we've talked uh-huh. about, John Tortorella. Ooh. I don't like the way he does business. I don't like him. Jim Montgomery, who coached the Dallas Stars. And maybe Travis Green or Dave Quinn. Hmm. Dave Quinn would be an interesting there. Yeah. I, yeah don't mind I... Th- I don't mind that angle. I'm still going talking all day long. I think there's too many too many variables to go away from Rick Tockett at this point, right? Like that to me seems like the right guy for the job. Just now it's a matter of getting it done. Uh, Ben Bishop is playing for the Texas stars tonight in the American hockey league. I want to mention that. And Jacob Truba with a big hit last night on uh, Nathan McKinnon. Uh, There's no supplemental discipline there. So that's back-to-back big hits. Back-to-back mm-hmm. nights in which uh, he is uh, proven to have delivered uh, legal hits. So, a lot going on. That's why we have the segment, one-timers, on Fox Sports Las Vegas uh, for this Thursday, December 2, the VGK Insider Show. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. All right, well... Last night, when the goalie change was made, there were some cheers in the arena, and I, I, I didn't know how to take that because I feel like maybe 
people were cheering and encouraging Laurent Brassois. However, I, the cynical side of me thinks that they were actually cheering Robin Leonard being pulled. And if that's the case, you're not really a fan. I have a hard time digesting that because whatever your reasoning was for cheering the change, if it was because you wanted to see Robin Leonard be pulled, you're not a fan. You're, you're, you're not a fan of this team. And it, it's it was disappointing because whatever your disdain is for what transpired in the summer, it's not Robin Leonard's fault. Don't take it out on him. Robin Leonard pours his heart and soul into this team, and he would give everything for this team to win. Don't be that guy. Robin Leonard doesn't deserve it. The team doesn't deserve it. Pete DeBoer doesn't deserve it. Support your team. Be a good fan. That's all I really got to say about it. Yeah, I'm not too far off from where you're at. Like it's it was, you know, in in the moment ridiculous because you kind of get a little bit of space from it. Uh, it becomes more and more ridiculous. Uh, those guys are out there playing their hearts out, and you know whether or not you are going to blame the goals on him or not. That's your decision, but don't boo the guy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, don't, don't cheer don't be that sarcastically. Fan. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we'll talk to you tomorrow live from T-Mobile Arena right here on Fox Sports, Las Vegas.